Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And along with us again is producer Eric. Hi, Welcome, Eric. Eric again. Yeah, he's here again. Oh this is God. this is what our one of our last producer specials, right? This is going to be the of last one of this season. One, yeah, wow. season one. Yeah. Season we haven't cut one. the producer out completely. No, no. We'll keep producers going in season two. We will. But we will. Eric. Eric gets, a, gets the last one. Yeah, this is Eric's last Good one. Good for Eric. He bought Eric into it. Here. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> in this week's producer special, we're going to explore, well, us. Yeah. Us, the Craft Beer Connoisseurs, and our journey as it's been almost one year since we decided to start the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. Uh, you know, we signed the dotted line on the contract, and well, uh, Tyler and his type A personality had us all organized and everything like that. So well, we had to sign the contract, boys. Well, we did have to do that. Without but. the contract, what are we? Yeah, that's true. Not much. Not on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Without the contract, the podcast does not exist. Very true. Legally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, <clears throat> with my type A personality, I guess I'll take the lead on this one. How did it all start? You know, how 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 did we start this whole thing? And I mean, we've kind of talked about this a little bit here and there. And on yeah. um, Skip's Shed Talk, we talked about it there as well. But um, Mostly it's because you took the time out of your busy, busy schedule to make a uh, Microsoft PowerPoint presentation about the <laughs> pros and cons of doing said podcast. Right. Yeah. And then... Did you like that pres- our- presentation, though? I thought I did a pretty decent yes, job. Yes, I think you did do a very decent job. And then... Us had to evaluate it, you know, with our significant others to yes. figure out is it worth doing or not. It, it, and it obviously, was, look at us now. So apparently, uh, it's worth obviously, doing. it was worth doing. Yeah. So uh, I, I definitely liked the the presentation, and I Thank and you. I think you know it only made sense because we all like to drink craft beer. We all like to talk to each other generally. <laughs> and, generally, and, and talk about <laughs> the craft beer that we have. Uh, so I think it makes sense. Why not do it and let people hear what we have to say and and generally i think the feedback has been great yes and look at all like the different producers that have joined us this year right you yeah. got uh, bruno bryson noah oh, i don't have the list, list off the top of my head but like <laughs> so many if, if people thi- if things work out well we'll probably end up doing a maybe a t-shirt with all the list of the producers oh, yeah. on there and we couldn't have done this Without the producers. Right. And, and big shout out to our very first producer, Phil. I remember Phil, Phil. on the left field episode. Yes. And was, yeah. some of the comments on um, Apple Podcasts, some of the reviews did mention Phil. Yeah. And I think it is very important, obviously, that really we, we could not have done this whole podcast for one season, 24 main episodes, yeah, and then the producer specials as well that we tossed in. Um, w- without the producer, because right. at the end of the day, we can chit chat all we want, but the producer keeps us on time for the most part. Has insightful information. Let's kind of flash back to the Yuzu special. Yeah, that we was wouldn't great. have had any of that insight without you know our, our producer. And I don't want to value one producer over the next. Some but you them, are. <laughs> some of them did a better job, but I mean that's the reality. That, of that's it. the nature of things. And you know what? Where would we be? Without the producer doing the math for us on oh our average God. ratings, we we put that in the hands of Brett a couple times, and, and it's not good. Yeah. It it's was not, not good. It was okay at best. <laughs> uh, and I mean, some producers uh, sometimes, especially virtual versus in person, uh, some producers did end up losing certain bottle openers and things like that when they're at home. Um, so. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's true. It, Producers need to, you know, it was, it was nice protocol. entertainment though. So what we had throughout this past year, and we're going to, you know, we've, we've kind of already talked about, you know, the wrapping this up with our, our 24th episode. Right. Yeah. Um, but this producer special, we, we go on to kind of like pay homage to and respect to some of the breweries that we've worked with. And we know that with COVID, we haven't been able to get it as much as we would have liked to. But I mean, the connections that we've made with Imperial, Cowbell, Black Gold, breweries yeah. that we n- probably would not have necessarily been to before, um, that we were able to still attend and have an experience with. Yeah. And we went there to some of them and established this relationship. So we feel confident that we can always go back to these breweries and say, hey, what do you guys got going on for insider information? And yeah, it's and, amazing. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of our communication with breweries has kind of been through email or through Instagram. But like you mentioned, a few of these we've we've kind of met up with. Then we all I also think about Grain and Grit. Brett, you and I, we kind of yeah. we, we talked to Lindsay there. Um, and then, you know, just just Collingwood. We talked to uh, to the to the to the Kyle at Kyle, Collingwood. Yep. Uh, and to and the Kyle. Yeah. yes, to the Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> to the Kyle. Uh, the one, the only Kyle Collingwood. But, but I guess the point is that a lot of breweries have been extremely receptive to the podcast. And uh, yeah. uh, oftentimes before we even had an episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. It's been really awesome. For so sure. obviously we know that uh, we're going to season two, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to branch out a little bit. So obviously we're still going to do a lot of the same in terms of reviewing breweries and whatnot, but there might be a little bit more going on next year or next season as well. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, maybe a bit of a teaser, I suppose, but we really want to kind of invest a little bit more time in the commitment of bringing other individuals into the podcast. We've been very, very fortunate for what we've been granted in season one, well above and beyond what we anticipated. I think when we sat down, we kind of had the conversation about doing a podcast. So um, we've been very, very thankful for all the breweries that have contributed to season one. We want to carry that forward into season two as well. I, I don't want to kind of, you know, plant the seed too early, but if there's any kind of craft beer festivals, we would love to have a booth set up yes. um, to promote the craft beer scene, um, the breweries that are attending that location. We have been um, outside of the podcast to one in London, and we'd love to do that same thing again, whether it's at London Brewing Co. again or Anderson. Um, and really anywhere. It doesn't have to be in London, just anywhere. For sure. Well, yeah. and, and maybe a, a live broadcast from a, there. A couple live broadcasts yeah. would be good, whether it's, again, at the Craft Beer Festival. We've also had connections with some of the breweries that we've we've dealt with previously. Um, Ottawa Valley kind of comes to mind. Right. That yeah. perhaps maybe we could go to the Ottawa, Ottawa Valley and, and do a live broadcast there as well. Yeah, up, a, up at Broken Stick, maybe play a round or two. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But, I mean, since it's our one-year birthday, in quotations, because it's not the really official day, but close enough, of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs, we figured we might as well, A, have a birthday cake beer, and B, do what we do best, which is A, consume the beers, B, review the beers. I know it's a lot of 1A, 1B, 2A, 2B. Lots of A's and B's Yes, there. that's my alphabet. I'm getting confused. <laughs> the English language, as we've learned in season one, is yes. not Brett's no, no. He, he knows two letters. Yeah, A's and the A B's. and B, yes. All right, well, speaking of birthday cake beers, the one that we're going to have today came from Third Moon's first an- anniversary back in May. Uh, we picked it up 
about that time. Uh, yep. We've been saving it since then. Um, and it's a stout, so no real harm in kind of saving it a little bit uh, longer. For sure. Uh, it's called the Bestowed Birthday. Uh, so, like I mentioned, it's an imperial double pastry stout with chocolate cake, chocolate sprinkles, appropriate for birthday, and lactose. Nice. So, our producer, actually, kudos to them, yes. understanding what their job was, actually picked this up from Gator Tail. Okay, so we talked about bottle shops earlier on in Producer Special. Uh, the producer went ahead and picked that up, and so Gator Tail is located in Cambridge, Ontario. Um, so that's where that's where we got this puppy. Nice. Yeah, it's a good place there. So, Chris, did you explain what kind of this this beer is? Did you explain that story? I did. Okay, perfect. So I'll move on. So on on. On Untapped. There you go. See, English is hard. <laughs> there you go. You can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. The overall rating for Bestowed Birthday is a 4.22 bottle of caps out of five. Get up there. Yeah. With 229 chickens. So we don't see this often where we get closer and closer creeping up to that five. Um, but obviously, we, we've had Third Moon before. Uh, you know uh, what they uh, you know what they're pumping out they they make good stuff and a lot of their beers are in that four range uh might want to mention also as we mentioned uh this is an imperial stout this one comes in at 11 percent abv um good night jim kite so we've got a couple we've got two 500 milliliter bottles here that we're splitting amongst the four of us safety Um, first yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely and it does say to serve it at 14 degrees i don't know if we're quite at 14 i think we're there so I think it's about time we probably get into the actual beer here. Um, For sure. We've, we've poured it already. Let's get our snifters sniffing, and then we'll get our tasters tasting. That sounds great. So uh, I, I definitely get a lot of the chocolate mm-hmm. out of it on the nose, yep. I, which I would totally expect. Uh, it's a I also might uh, potentially smell the alcohol <laughs> that is involved with this. Well, sure. at 11%, sure. yeah, you'd expect that, right? Yeah, and so you have the bottle in front of you, Chris. I don't, I don't have it available, but uh, so you said there was sprinkles actually put into this. Is that the case? What are we working with? The, this beer was made, at, and I'm remembering back to their social media posts. I believe they said they made it with an actual sheet cake as well oh, wow. as actual sprinkles. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of desserts usually, but um, for a stout, evidence by there being no cake in the house, right? <laughs> You could have brought one. Never asked. (laughs) (laughs) Equal partnership. Go back to the contract type A personality. Anyways, uh, so I think when we kind of look at it, I'm I'm not a huge fan of dessert normally, but like these kind of like pastry stouts, especially stouts, they can be really, really good. Um, So we've kind of looked at it. It looks like a stout. It smells like a bit of a stout with a bit of that chocolate kind of um, uh, on the nose. So I know the next question. You know it. Is it going to taste like a stout? So what do you want to do? I say taste it. Let's taste Let's it. Let's taste it. Yeah, that's... that's it's heavy. It's very hard. But a good hard, I guess. Yeah, you know what? I we're, We said it was a, what, 11%? 11, yeah. So we've had high percentage uh, beers... Throughout the year, we, we have had a couple here and there, producer specials, um, through regular normal episodes. Um, it it does hit that like that eleven, like you said, Brett. However, it's it's pretty good. So I will say I definitely get a lot of the chocolate 
with, with the first taste. Obviously, it is pretty boozy. Quite a bit of that booze mm-hmm. flavor does come off. Um, yep. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think this is kind of what I was expecting from, from this beer, to be honest. Yes. So, uh, there is some f- flavor profiles, as you mentioned, like, like boozy. So, the top five of them would be sweet, thick, full, vanilla, and strong. What kind of fits into that? Yeah, I mean, you just railed through all of them. So, <laughs> it's what um, I do. I would say it's it's not really as thick as I thought it would be. No, it's uh, not. Right? I, I've had thicker stouts than this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. full. I I can see the fullness. Yeah, of the beer, and by any means, if anybody wants to jump in, um, vanilla, I kind of get, but I think that is kind of superseded by that chocolate that you were mentioning earlier on. Yeah, but I almost would see that they took the vanilla, probably from that sheet cake. I bet you it was more of a vanilla sheet cake. Right, with maybe chocolate icing. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And One, then the implementation sorry. of that sprinkles kind of aspect. Sorry. Like, the only thing uh, I'm not kind of getting is the lactose. I was thinking the same yeah, thing. Like, yeah. I know, you know, and obviously it stated that it was the last thing, right? So obviously there's going to be yeah. a little bit less of it, but there's not that enough lactose coming through for me. Still, don't get me wrong, a really, really good, uh, good beer, and I'll give you my rating a little bit later. And, and right the, the, the sprinkles, sprinkles. Like, the sprinkles are not necessarily coming through at all which i expected it, a little sprinkles dab didn't you it, yeah it's fine it would have been that would have been cool right if you yeah. had like a little sprinkle floating in your beer but you know what <laughs> it might not have sprinkles but we gave it sparkles and you'll see that on our own yes. tapped um or also on our instagram our as instagram, well yeah. which might have a bit of a slow motion picture for you Something to look there forward to. That's called the um, teaser. Yeah, it is a bit of a teaser. So number five was strong. Yes, 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 and yes. That's totally. four yeses yeah. all the way around. On Untapped, our user thoughts on this. Brett, you've got the first one. This is the first of the last Untapped users that we're going to have for season one. It, it Hit is, us it with is. it. Uh, so this one's from Jevin B. Uh, the handle is Jevster. On July 5th, uh, said, sweet from beginning to end, smooth and rich, chocolate and coffee. Second dose celebration brew. So obviously somebody nice. got two doses. Um, this person gave it a four point five out of five. Nice. Um, yeah. Good. And it all hit, hits right on the head for sure. Awesome. Well, I guess this is the last untapped review of the of the season. season. One complete. It's kind of sad. No, it's not because there's going to be bigger, <laughs> better things in season two. Stay. We have we, we didn't get canceled so. All right, well, this one comes from Steve C. Double Doink is Steve's uh, <laughs> Steve's handle. On June 20th said, Nice Imperial, lactose helps smooth out the mouthfeel. Sprinkles and sugar help remove some of the bitter burnt flavor that you get in other Imperials. Had part cold, then second part at more room temperature. Mm-hmm. Gain a fuller flavor at the warmer temperature, which is Makes obviously sense. something we see a lot from, from stouts. Right. Um, Especially when there's so many adjuncts like this. And hence the glassware, right? Because your yep. your normal body temperature kind of warms that glass up as we move through it. Yeah, I've been holding it. You know, my hand has been on the, the part where the beer is right. pretty much the whole time. So, uh, anyways, Steve gave it a 4.25 out of 5. Uh, mm. Speaking of ratings, mm. I'll start us off. Please it's do. Good segue. Uh, this, is a, this is quite a nice stout, I will be honest. I... You know, when we did our third moon episode, we did do one of their stouts. We did Hiding is Futile. This is not as good as that beer, but I'm going to give it a 4.0. Nice. 
All right. Well, kind of going through it, I don't want to, you know, rush my last kind of review of season one. Right. So taking some time, I'm thinking I'm going to come in with a 3.75, 3.75 for myself. Uh, For me, because I get to be the last person, you know, that has a voice that I can (laughs) give a rating. Uh, I am going to give this a 4.25. I agree exactly with Steve in terms of his rating. Uh, Producer Eric coming in a little bit lower than what I thought, uh, but he still did come in at a 3.0, which overall, Tyler, what does that give us? Well, I'm glad you asked, Brett. That overall, our last one. Our last overall rating. season one is going to be 3.75. Nice. So with that being said, that's going to be it for today's producer special, our last producer special, our last episode of season one. Yeah, so thank you for listening to our last episode of season one. Don't forget to give any of our other brewery episodes or producer specials a listen. Uh, Now we're going to have a well-deserved two-week break and season two will drop at the beginning of September. Yes, so stay safe up there, everybody. Remember, drink responsibly. Do not drink and drive. So from all of us and our last producer of season one, producer Eric, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we are the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>